Um, so we're recording now. It's official. <laughs> we are, well, we're live between you and I anyways. But uh, but yes, so for those that are tuning in here, internal at Redline, um, you may have seen this beautiful face behind the camera before. You might have seen her in person. You might have seen her just on recordings that I've sent you to go watch. Uh, but uh, we've got today Avani Fast. Um, I guess what's your actual title now, Avani? Like, how, I mean, what do you go yeah. by? Yeah. Let's see, what did I make up? Um, just kidding. A senior gifting consultant for Cutco Closing Gifts. It's a special gotcha. Cutco. Yeah. yeah, and Vani, for those that don't know, has just, I mean, she's put herself out there. She's, she's. I think, I don't know if you're the top seller in Canada or you're right up there within your organization. Um, yeah. you can maybe tell me that quickly. Yeah, actually, I've been with Cutco as an independent contractor for 27 years. It started when I was oh. four. Yeah, uh, no, started when I was 18. And uh, yeah, uh, long story short, I guess we can go into that. But I'm uh, the number one Cutco rep or distributor in Canada. And number four of all time in the company's 70 year history. That's, uh, that's quite an honor to be in that group. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. So I mean, you yeah. and I don't know how long you've been kind of. I mean, part of your business has always been, of course, working with realtors. That's crazy, folks, and God bless you for doing that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you, for all for for the whole time I've known you, you've been yeah. one to come out and provide value and share your journey, but also share why the things that transfer over to us as realtors. Right. As we're out there building relationship style businesses, and you've always been kind of just a thought leader there and you've been just very gracious and sharing that journey and today instead of having you put on one of your presentations which has been in many of the offices in around Calgary and I mean do you travel outside of Calgary to do for this? Interestingly I, I have in the past I had a couple of offices pre-COVID that you know I flew out to Ontario for like Realtor Quest or certain events um, you know that that I was able to get referred to the broker and go present and share the gift program or talk about referrals and repeat business or whatever they needed. Um, tie gifting into that, loving on your clients, all that good stuff. But really, you know, pre-COVID, I didn't go outside. Of, like I built some deep, deep roots. I've been I've been serving realtors. Um, we've been in the industry for 13 years out of my 20, because Cutco came out with a, a program called Cutco Closing Gifts about 13 years ago and invited all the top representatives across North America to bring the program, to, the gifting program to their local markets. So myself and a few colleagues in Canada did that. And, um, but yeah, we stayed mostly in our local, I built deep, deep roots here in Calgary. Um, I have realtors that I've worked with for 10 years, 12 years, you know, just, um, but uh now with COVID, what's so interesting, the silver lining, I guess, for me and my business has been to pivot and learn how to do what I do on Zoom. And I've been able to uh, present all across Canada, um, you know, through referral to, from an agent to the, they heard, heard me speak, they get, they refer me to their manager, manager has me in. Um, it's been amazing and overwhelming, to be honest. Um, in a good, I just had to hire a part-time executive assistant. I already have an administrative, like our team is growing. It's, it's a wonderful, honestly, I'm so grateful for the business I get to run right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, mostly local and still serving my local community, but we've been able to s expand faster. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, 
there's a trend within real estate too, where a lot of boards are amalgamating. I mean, if you're not kind of in the know, and if you're just an average realtor, just going day in, day out, you may not notice it, but there's a lot of these, like uh, this conglomeration effect happening because there's a power to build a stretch beyond our borders. And just like your industry, now you're serving others. I mean, ours is trending that way too, which is kind of fun. I mean, there's always the old guard that's fighting back and every province is different and we're expanding into other provinces, as you know. So we're starting to get a sense for, you know, where Alberta fits on the spectrum of, you know, innovation versus others like BC, which is much further behind on a lot of things. But today I wanted to ask you a bunch of stuff. Okay. And so... Um, as we div- dive into life, as I mean, yeah. your business is exclusively referral based, correct? You weren't allowed in your division, I mean, in your business to go out and advertise. Is that right to say? Yeah. And you, I know, always have said in the presentations is imagine your business if you couldn't advertise, right? And I love that, right? You almost, you were shackled and you had no choice. I mean, do you want to dive into that just briefly? Yeah, sure. And especially the first few years, because even back then, we didn't even do trade shows. Uh, In 1993, when I started with Cutco, it was um, really the only way. We weren't permitted to do cold calling, door knocking. You'd never see us on a bus bench. Like We had restrictions and still to this day have restrictions of how to market Cutco. You know, I can't have my own website. Uh, I can have a portal thing. Like, just, you know... paying for leads is not in our, in our wheelhouse at all. And I recognize that's a difference between my business and a realtor's business, but my business is actually really similar to a realtor, realtor business model other than that piece. And so when I was 18, they taught us how to ask for referrals. It was a script in our, in our workbook. And I didn't know any different. And at first, of course, I was awkward with it. I was trying to invent my own wheel. And then I finally learned the hard way. I'm like, why don't I do the thing that they're teaching me to do, which is plant the seed, ask for referrals. And I got better at it as I practiced and I practiced behind the scenes and I role-played it. And I really, you know, I've thought about it, you know, in the past, I said, I built my database to 3000 clients over 15 years, I, I did in-home sales and service, almost 100% through referral. And I used to say 100% through referral and actually thought that, but then I realized somewhere in that 15 years, we did do, started doing trade shows where we would, you know, myself and a few colleagues, high level reps would do the home and garden show. So we were able to pick up some, I guess, you know, prospects that way. Um, so, but I would say 98% of my business, my 3000 clients one in my first 15 years of business was one was through referral, sitting down with Mr. And Mrs. Jones that I've been previously referred to. So I started with my inner circle, uh, family and friends asking to sit down and do a presentation for them and show them the knives and ask for referrals at the end. And I would plant the seed. And this is so like how I map this across to realtors is planting the seed on the front end. I learned to say to people, my goal here is if you end up buying Cutco and knives, there'll be zero pressure you will feel from me. Um, If you end up buying knives at the end of this presentation, wonderful. I mean, they're an incredible product and a lot of people end up getting them uh, when they didn't even expect to because they're so good. So I'm gonna show you them, but my goal is for you to have so much fun to have such an incredible experience. This is what a realtor could say, have such an incredible experience. And I'm not perfect. 
you know, a realtor could say that, but is to create an experience that is so wonderful for you that uh, you can't help but refer me to your friends and family by the end of this. So that's my goal. I want to earn the right. And I love it. Yeah. And cool. realtors can do that too. It's called planting the seed. But so I would end up with about seven average written down referrals um, at the end of, on average yeah. per presentation. And I love the tie to that. I mean, you guys, you sell knives, right? Um, but the, the, of course you earn when you sell knives, right? Of course, as realtors, we earn when that person that you're speaking to about real estate works with you. But the intention of being in that room was value-based, right? Was having fun, enjoying it, building a rapport, learning something, right? In our case, oftentimes it's like, well, I talked to a bunch of people, but I don't have any clients yet. It's like, yeah, but that wasn't the point because there's such a long cycle to a nurturing process to build an agent into a client, right? Turning them from a conversation to a final closed deal. Right. That, I mean, we, we want to shorten it, sure, because we're hungry for checks. But the reality is when the intention and the filter for which you make those conversations, it changes, right? Yeah, for sure. And I, I think just on that, I, you know, I'm 100% commission ever since I was 18 as well. Same thing. I just sell knives versus houses, and it's very similar. But I think something that I've learned is that we are in the relationship business, people business. Relationships are our most valuable asset. And I think sometimes we, we, and I do this too, you look for sometimes those short-term results, right? But, you know, and I think sometimes we think the long game is shorter than it is. <laughs> right. So I, it's just good to like not have to, you know, it does take time to nurture trust and build trust and nurture a relationship. And, um, but. You so know. you, you hit on something right there is you're planting the seed, not for the sale for really, you're planting the seed for the referral in that just like, this is why I'm here conversation, which I mean, I love it because us as realtors, we're in these big life moments, right? We're in, we're into these homes because people have major things happening around them. I'm getting married. We're excited. Um, uh, I've lost my husband. Now we have to move, right? Huge things. And, but that conversation about just being there and planting the seed about the experience, about kind of learning and taking away, but you're planting the seed for the referral even before this person's a client of yours. Yes, absolutely. And I think actually we were speaking about one of our um, clients out in Toronto. He's a top, top agent. He runs a great team out there. And he put this one thing into his buyer and listing presentation um, last year and increased his referral business by 46%. And he already had an outstanding business. And all he says in the beginning, when he sits down is he goes, Mr. And Mrs. Buyer seller, you know, he's doing the, the presentation, I guess the buyer listing presentation. And he goes, tell me in a dream world, if how this would go for you. So he first asks them what's important to them first. So one thing that I'm learning and I'm not perfect at is always trying to give value, give, 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 and then ask, right? Uh, give more than you take or ask for, but it's okay to ask. And so how he does it is he plants the seed so beautifully. He asks them what's important to them first and then stops and listens and just lets them go off. So they, you spoke of huge moments. So they can tell him their dream experience right there. So he gets the goods. Uh, so he knows what's important to them first. 
And then he just shares, he's like 86% of my business is based on referral. Or if he was new, I guess he could say, my goal is to build a repeat and referral business. Um, so my goal here isn't to just sell your house and run and you never see me again. My goal here is to, um, you know, do such a great job for you that I, I, you can't help but refer me to your friends and family and I'm going to earn that right. Like that same planting of a seed, but it is planting the seed about referrals because a lot of agents struggle with this. They want referrals. We all want referrals, right? Um, it, it's just, and they think about it maybe towards the end or I should ask now, you know, I'm delivering the gift or I'm like, ah, ah, conditions of like, when do I ask? Well, I think the key is that you, you plant a beautiful seed up front and just watch the magic happen. Because yes, if you can do soft and gentle reminders throughout, but if you let them know in the beginning that that's really important to you and that's how your business model works after you ask them what's important to, to them, is uh, they were thinking about that the whole time. Because I think sometimes we assume that they know, but they don't always know that referrals are really important. And so if they turn to you, I think, you know, I'm not a realtor, but I really get your world. And I, especially now working with realtors, and um, I love working how, with realtors. How does somebody like you're training or you've trained or and they're getting going in their sales career and they're, they're not used to asking that or even to saying that it feels awkward it feels almost greasy yes. but it's not how do you how do you get somebody over that hump how have you uh, found that out you know what i had to get myself over that hump and uh i was so uncomfortable with it in the beginning too and you know what i always share with agents is practice like write out your ask if you first of all if you plant the seed on the front end it takes all of it takes away a lot of the awkwardness um, because you're just planting a seed. You're not actually asking. You're just sharing what's important to you. Yeah. And but that I, filter, right? I mean, it's like company, companies, like when you have a, a mission and vision for your company and you, you make decisions through a certain filter, the rest just starts to fall into place correctly, right? So if the filter you're planting is, I'm here to build a referral-based business. I, most of my business is, and that's the filter they hear all of your future conversation through. It's powerful, right? It's it's that compounding effect. It is, and there's something like putting yourself. I had a, I had a lady. She's 30 years in the industry. She heard me speak at a recent webinar um, on this planting the seed, and she had a listing presentation that night, and she was competing with three other agents, and she said to them, she said. Um, these people, she said, I'm going to create such an experience for you that you can help, up. she help but refer me to friends and family. And she put herself out there because it is a little bit of like, I'm going to earn the right. I'm going to do my best. It almost, you have to hold yourself accountable then to the, you know, and again, we're not perfect. You don't want to come across like you're going to create this perfect experience. You can say it might get a little bumpy sometimes, you know, it's not an easy market you know, how, how you learn to set expectations, but you know, her enthusiasm for just sharing that one piece got her the, her clients, those clients came back to her, I think the next day and said, because of what you said right there, we're going with you. And so it wasn't, it, it led, it led to a short-term result, but she's also planted the seed about referrals and earning the right. So yeah, it's, I, I think too, like practicing your ask, I'm never above being a student of the business and just writing down and i think you know it has to be yours so when you do ask just practice behind the scenes because it's only awkward when you are like oh i should oh <laughs> when you don't 
practicing behind the scenes does. And that's like, you're 20 years into this and you, yeah. you've got these cards. You, I mean, for those that are just listening on audio, she just showed me like a cue card that, yeah. with her chicken scratch on it. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, yeah. and you probably have gone through this thing where there's, uh, there's these moments that allow you to have to handle the objection and when you, or, or that thing. Yeah. And there's only so many objections. So you've layered those out. And once you get kind of learned your own messaging behind it, it becomes so natural because you realize there's not 100 objections. There's like four, right? And yeah. same thing for us in real estate, right? We have just a handful. We just need to be comfortable how to transition to that, right? When, yeah. when they offer us this opportunity to, to kind of share our, our handle. Yes. And I was such an awkward person at that. Like I just was never good at handling objections. I'm the top salesperson in the freaking country. I hated answering objections. And so I learned how to answer them up front by planting seeds. And, you know, I practiced behind the scenes so that I could have it more roll off my tongue. And I think that's, yeah, this is not asking for referrals. It's a different thing I'm learning right now, but to be a student of the business, to master, you know, those crafts, um, especially, you know, if you get that, Hey, if you know, somebody's going to tell you, ask you to lower your commissions, you know, mm -hmm. how can you address it on the front end and kind of script it out and learn that that's, uh, I think it's powerful to do that stuff up front. What, what are you finding? I mean, okay, you, right. I mean, so the cut code set of knives and, and the additions, they're not cheap, right? Over time, they're strong pieces of value that last for a long time. So if we flip the script to say, okay, but you also are one of those people that is managing a bunch of relationships, us realtors, right? right? And you're finding little ways outside of like these value-based things you do for brokerages, yeah. but on a one-to-one -one basis, what are some simple ways that you've kind of continued that relationship, built value, showed, showed people that you care? Anything that comes to mind about your long nurturing process with us crazies? <laughs> Well, first of all, I think I actually care, <laughs> you know, and there's, I have days where I don't feel like, you know, engaging as much as other days or whatever for the, but I really do enjoy my clients. And I think a lot of realtors do. I think they actually care. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is like the number one marketing strategy is still to care. <laughs> and so I think what we want to do is we want to like my strategy is to keep in touch with my clients, call and check in, text a video, send a bomb bomb, you know, touch base with them. How are your gifts going? Do you have any questions? Um, do you have the letters that go with the gift that speak to the value? We can send you those. Did you get those? You know, making sure we have little value adds. And, um, and honestly, the biggest thing I want to get talking about more with my with realtors is referrals, yes. But I think how you get an insane amount of referrals through time is that you love on people. You, it's not about, I, even up to this moment in this time right now, I've been telling realtors 10 calls a day, 10 calls a day to your past clients, to your sphere, check in, engage. It could be social media. It could be a Facebook message. It could be a video. However, you can meaningfully connect and engage with your clients. Just the more conversations you have, the better. But how I almost want to frame it, and maybe this is because I'm a warm, fuzzy kind of like relate. I, I get that not everybody is like me in terms of like, let's love on people. But I think everybody on some level gets keep showing up for your people. I'm not, and I'm not sure if that's what you were asking, but we got to keep showing up in and be in relationship 
with our people. So whether that is sending a gift out of the blue or it's a phone call, it can be free. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a handwritten card that is something meaningful about the engagement you've had so far. Um, you know, it's a care package. I mean, we we're doing bath bombs right now for 15 of our top clients. So we have like, a you're the bomb postcard nice. thing to them. I'm going to deliver those where, when I have no time, I don't know when, but I'm going to deliver those myself. Little Popeyes, I know that's kind of, sometimes that's seen maybe as old school, but I don't know. I, I, I make these homemade energy balls and, and I've mailed them across the country to some of our clients and drop them off here to, you're, you're, you're giving so much energy out there. Here's some for you. I mean, individual knives or whatever. Of course we use Cutco. We spend so much money on Cutco for our clients, obviously, because we put our money where our mouth is on that. But it, you know, I've sent Cutco, I've sent knives to prospects and brokers and, you know, and giving starts the receiving process, but I really truly believe without strings attached. Like when I'm gifting, like if I sent Darren a knife tomorrow, I'm not expecting anything to the best of my ability to not detach or to detach from, but, you know, keep showing up for people. How can you, how can you also show up in unexpected ways to your people? You know, maybe you deliver the closing gift a month later. Like there's different ways like of timing and delivering the unexpected. And I, again, I'm probably going off on a tangent, but the ways I do it, I, I keep a list. Um, I actually have shown people this on, I, I, when beginning of COVID, I printed off my 1500 realtors, the clients I've served over the last, and mortgage brokers over the last 13 years and just started calling from the top down. Hey, how's it going? How's your family? Like, and I've done 50 to 150 touches, proactive touches every week since of st for strategic partners, clients. I just, I miss people. I know but I do my best to keep in touch and keep yeah, showing I mean, up. I wish, I mean, there's so many distractions. I mean, especially as us as realtors, so many shiny pennies out there to go find new business, get a new lead. And we're a tech enabled company. We leveraged people, we leveraged tech like crazy. And I could, if I could just beat everybody over the head over and over again, I would turn all of it off and I would just let them do what you just said right and it's get back to the people in your list connect with them engage with them show them that you care because you do and yeah. it's 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 that ma managing that that list like and you know, of course we have cool crms now that you can mass text course, or you yes. can mass this and but it's like it's the phone it's the note it's the now the slide into their direct message you know what i mean like yes, it's never been easier to show you care right um but yet people want something different. And I love that you're saying that I, top selling person in the company and fourth on history, and you'll probably beat that here soon, um, 150 touches a week. And if I told that to most of my realtors or the most of the realtors listening on the, on the re-education experience side, they would freak out. They would lose their mind because they just want to know that there's some magic pill that right. gets them there, right? But yeah. yet that, I mean, it, right, I wrote down care, I wrote down love on, right? And again, you're right, loving on is a strategy and it may sound foo-foo, but we all have hearts, I think. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we want to feel significant 
Uh, we want people to show that they care about us and the contribution side flips back around, right? And uh, for most, right? I mean, most of the people in our world, especially in COVID, are feeling so disconnected, yet uh, it's just a simple message away, a simple comment or a phone call or a pop by six feet apart, right? It's true. And actually the stat that I've heard is we're human before we're realtors or knife girl. Like I've had the self to do they really like in the beginning of COVID, do my clients really want to hear from their knife girl right now? Like, geez, like, or do people really want to hear from their realtor? I haven't talked to them in four years. Shoot. Is it, are they going to think I'm just trying to sell them something or whatever in this difficult time? Or should, like, I just tell myself to shut up. Cause I have all that self-talk sometimes of, of just, just reach out, just reach out and check in and connect and see how their family I think it's a you mentioned it but I think people want to feel if you're human it doesn't matter you want to feel appreciated and you want to feel acknowledged and 68% of people leave their salesperson because they feel the salesperson is indifferent to the relationship and most people I think the uh, percentage, I don't know the stat and I should find it. It's over 80% or 90% of people that want their realtor to keep in touch. And so I think the challenge is like, it's not about, hey, I'm going to call you every quarter and go, hey, do you have any leads for me? It's, um, <laughs> it's how's it going? How's your family? Um, it, I'm doing real estate reviews for all of my clients right now. Um, we, I have a frequently asked question sheet. Are you, do you have any questions? I can send it your way, you know, or I mean, it's so smoke and busy right now too. It might be, you know, that you reach out to five people a day on your past client list and just check in and see how they're doing. I think nothing takes the place of just acknowledgement. It doesn't even have to be epic. And uh, I mean, there are ways we can support and other companies can support, you know, in care packages and things like that, love bombs, we call them, you know, to best past clients and referral sources and all that. But I think, um, you know, we do mass texts very rarely. We do some value add emails and sale emails and drip campaigns and all that. But you're right. There's nothing that takes the place of there's so many different venues now, ways to communicate and connect with clients and show that you actually are thinking about them. And I think that goes a long way. You don't have to be like, I love you. You can be like, how's it going? If you're, if you're more of a, you know, how's, uh, do you want to know some, are you on, are you getting our newsletter about our market stats? Because do you care about that? Because I'll just make sure you're updated in our series. Hey, thanks for calling. Wow. Like, I think realtors sometimes forget that if you just make 10 calls to your past clients today, you'll be blown away by people being like, hey, thanks. Thanks for checking in. It's pretty and tell me this. I mean, yeah. you make these calls. How many of them actually that day turn into sales? No. Yeah. Like, no, like here and there. Right. Yep. No, here and there. And, uh, you know, I, I actually sometimes am surprised when the timing of when I call is the, Oh yeah, Bonnie, I was actually going to call you. It, it happens maybe one in 10 or maybe one in 30. It just, mm -hmm. it's not about that. I actually, I'll be fully transparent. We used to call them these calls, reorder callbacks. Mm -hmm. And I don't even call them that anymore to me. They're touch points. And I actually think this is, I'm so funny. I'm, I'm renaming everything right now. Touch points to trust points. It's just, you know, and I think one thing that helps me just get on the phone or text or send a video or whatever is to ask myself, how can I serve? How can I show up 
And that's it. It doesn't even have to be about love. For me, that works. But how can I, how can I serve today? And I think a lot of agents are there uh, in some way um, in yep. their parts of their minds. I think a lot of them are. But, you know, if, if, if it's not top of mind to how can I serve, I think that's a wonderful way to be. So how much time in your day now as the top sales agent in the country is still spent out there connecting with your micro touches? How much, what percentage of your day is still spent on that, would you say? I think every day, all the time, I am, I'm either um, talking to somebody that I've been referred to, like a uh, managing broker to schedule to come in and bring value to their office talk about either the closing and referral gift program or speaking more about referrals and yep. giving and loving on people like talking about what we're talking about now um a good percent so i might spend uh, a couple hours on that here and there through sometimes it's 15 minutes sometimes it's two hours might so at let's say average hour or two and the rest of the time, so maybe an hour or two of my day is, is invested in happy client calls. <laughs> like I do my own. I actually outsourced this for a while, but I've come back to doing it on my own when COVID happened. But Darren, how's it going? Did you get everything okay? How do the knives look? How's the engraving? Great. Did you get the letters that go happy client call right after they receive their knives, ideally, or their gifts? So because they've got them all on hand. And then some of my day is like talking to my, honestly, my, well, gold group of clients, which is my top 20% of strategic partners and gold, I call them my gold group. A lot of times people haven't taken their database and, you know, segmented it into your chances are 80% of your referrals and business will come from 20% of your people, 80, 20 rule. So I, I spend time in my day just connecting with my past clients. A lot of them are our gold group or top 20% or they might be somebody that ordered four years ago or three years ago, haven't really, you know, connected enough with them and checking back in with them. So, and then of course, like right now, I will be uh, fully transparent. It, half the day is invested in incomings, like just they are with, like they are with a realtor, yeah. a past client contacting me, um, uh, a, a managing broker contacting me to have me in. Um, you know, dealing so, with but that's that. because you've been planting those seeds. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty right. safe to say it's probably 50% of your day still is making outbound calls yes, and connecting. Yeah. I mean, probably, like you said, let me, I'd probably say maybe it's not half your day dealing with inbound, but maybe it's like 40%. And then you're probably taking the last 10 to just accomplish getting the shit done. Right. Yeah. It's like going through the, the process of managing and dealing with the right. actual business. Right. And, and I love that because I mean, after all these years, that's what our agents and all agents need to hear about. I mean, the, the, the leading indicator, the time, the building that nurturing process, prospecting, um, and just those micro touches have to be a huge part of your business. Yeah. And that's why you're getting those inbound referrals constantly to fill the bucket. Um, and it feels like, oh, it's coming out of nowhere. No, it didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of your efforts compounding the 10 years prior. Um, yes. but, but, it, but yeah, and, and it's, it's like a skill set you've learned once really well. You've gotten better at it every call. You didn't have to go chase some crazy new strategy or innovative marketing technique like a lot of realtors feel they need to try. You just stayed steadfast 
and it continues, right? And you evolve to the market, you evolve to how you can communicate, but it's not right. changing the game for you, right? It's not. And actually you brought it, it's so simple, but I will swear by it up and down as tiny daily consistent activities get compound magical results over time. And, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to a, a podcast with my counterparts in the U.S. that are the top in the U.S. And they were talking about how, and they do social media and different things, of course, as do I do posts and things like that. But really we, it was so, it always with top quote unquote top people comes back to the basics of just the more conversations you're having related to real estate or people's lives which inevitably involves their home and their family and whatever they're doing in their home cooking and things like it just more conversations you have the more you'll have it is so simple and none of us feel like doing it every day all the time like um you know, there's days I want to, you know, not, but it's certainly better than calling cold leads. You know what I mean? It's certainly better than someone you've never heard of. You can't pronounce, you have no idea why they filled out that lead form. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, the flip side is, you know, what I also love about what you said. I mean, I asked myself this question and I was like, because people want to know, they want to be told exactly what to do. What, I mean, the thank you notes and those little cheap things that I do. And like that bath bombs, it's like, it doesn't fucking matter what it is. It's just something. It's something. You're, you're doing it and yeah. you're doing it again next month. And if you picked a pack of Lucky Charms for St. Patrick's Day right. or you picked the best lottery ticket, it doesn't matter. It's just yeah. doing yeah. it, right? It's um, yeah. It's, you could send out chocolate eggs that you, you could pop by with like mini eggs to your top 10 clients Easter weekend and just say, thanks for helping a chick out if you're a chick. Uh, you got to yeah. figure out a different, um, you know, something for if you're not a chick. But, you know, you can you can just um, say fun things and just, you know, I think it it really is finding your own style too. like some people are going to engage with their clients on social media, then do that. You know, and some people are going to do Popeyes. And I got lottery tickets uh, for St. Patty's Day from a couple of my clients. So I'm on their list. And I think it's just yeah, I think we get caught up in you know, what's the thing? What's the, how do I do it? Just, just do it. Just it when in doubt, send a handwritten card to your mm -hmm. best past clients and referral sources and let them know how important they are to you and acknowledge mm -hmm. people. For you, yeah. you've been organized with your CRM, whether it's super techie or it's a spreadsheet or it's your Outlook inbox or Yahoo mail, it doesn't really okay. matter. Yeah. But it gets, as you find, force yourself to, to have it contained within a spot, it must be so advantageous for you for the efficiency of getting back through that list, right? And again, I really preach this, uh, this, this organization of your CRM and most really fight back because they'd rather have almost this disorganization and not force themselves to this place, but this must be instrumental for you. It is. Yeah. When a, when a client becomes a client, they go into our CRM, they get a series of value add emails that are pre-constructed. You know, it's just, it's nice to be able to print off a list. Um, you know, it's, I get that a lot of realtors don't have a CRM. I, you know, when somebody even becomes a prospect and they're interested in the gifts, but the timing isn't quite right for them, they're brand new. They don't have any closings coming up. 
if they want, we'll put them on our list as a prospect in a series of value added relevant emails go out to them. Not every day. We're very, <laughs> we're very like once in a while you get an email from us, but it's just, it's ways to keep in touch like a CRM, even a basic CRM. Um, yeah, it keeps things organized. I'm not perfect at it. Like we've, I've got clients on there that are retired and that we should not no longer be marketing to, but I guess they can unsubscribe. I'm not the best at pruning my database, um, but what the heck? I mean, we're, we're all doing the best we can, uh, but I do have a CRM and it's, it's really essential. Um, totally. I mean, just the ability, it's the barrier to take action, right? And when you're like, who to call, you just print off a list or you just go and start with the A's today, right? Yep. Like there's no magic pill. And I mean, you send those value-based emails, which I love. Um, and I do it too. We have that as done for you within our brokerage. Wow. That's but that's it's honestly not those yeah. things that drag most of the people back. It's not those automations that do, but that just fills the gaps between your own gaps, right? And, and the other things. And they're just like, they're there, right? And so many people think that has to be the most amazing copy written email of all time. And that's the trigger button that's going to say, I'm going to buy knives today. It's, it's not, it's, yeah. it's the micro touch, just like the like on their Facebook or the call you made last quarter in that compound. Right. Yeah. I like that. I like the word micro touch that you're, yeah, absolutely. Can I ask about, I want to ask just about the knives because I mean, I mentioned this to you before. I, I mean, I really didn't get on the bandwagon um early in my career when I was selling a ton and I wish I did I mean I, I don't sell much personally now I do a lot of just just straight up referrals but again I have my allegiance my my responsibilities to the broker yeah but I do see now that I I get to continue to use gifts that have been given to me over the long term I can't pick up that um peeler without yeah. thinking about you <laughs> right it never happens I do not pick that up without your name coming to my head Right. So if I had the steak knife, if I had the ass, and, and, and it may sound pokey for a lot of agents that think I'm going to do something personal and local and all of this, which I love. Mm -hmm. Me too. But it's, it's, and if it's gone, right, especially if it's consumed, it's gone forever, unless you show up again with a, another bottle of wine the next month. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> I use that thing every day. Right. You will never be gone from my head, Bonnie. Right. And I'd love to think. I mean, that's my feedback. And I wish I did more of that with your product. Um, and again, I'm not being paid to say this, but, um, but the power of it uh, long-term is, is pretty powerful. And the more I lean in as a kind of mature agent into this business, the more I wish I would have invested heavier into my clients from the gifting perspective where things that could matter and last a long time. Could you kind of just comment? And I, I know you don't, you're not a pitchy person, but yeah. that the power of again your product and the feedback you've heard from others like like what I just did unsolicited here yeah. just now yeah no it's it's been pretty you know obviously I'm biased in giving a memorable gift I mean that's really why we came into the industry is because a lot of agents were um giving baskets and gift cards you know, and they're scrambling around, running around, trying to figure out a gift. And sometimes you know a lot about a client. Ideally, you've paid attention. And sometimes it, you know less about a client or it's a quick sale. And you're like, you end up with a bottle of wine, wondering, hopefully, hoping they drink and the gift card that you just picked up at whatever, because you're on your way and you've got too many things going on, right? And so 
we came really into the industry because, and Cutco just was this natural, we looked around to find other products that we have looked around. I actually, Yeti is on my freaking list, but it's the only other one I can think. Look, we have custom wood boards and things now too. We outsource, we have beautiful supplier for wood boards, custom charcuterie boards and stuff that people pair the knives with. But Cutco really was the only product that seemed to serve in, in terms of being such a great vehicle. It's the only product we found that um, people use every day, no matter what, in their kitchen, in their homes. Every home has a kitchen. Like, unless you're, you know, somebody moving into a home and doesn't have a kitchen, this wouldn't be an appropriate gift. But really for 95%, like so many people, it's such a great, it's the only knives that are guaranteed beyond a lifetime. People have them for 30 years, use them every day, pass them down to their kids. And the additional, I think, value for a realtor or business owner gifting Cutco in, and actually, by the way, you mentioned personalized local baskets. I work with a lot of my realtors that put a single piece of Cutco in with their local basket. So that once everything else is consumed, that piece remains, that is there for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, they're using every single day, they can't help it. The whole goal of this gift is really to just get clients something that they're going to love and use daily and remember the experience. And so I think the added value is that we can engrave on Cutco, you know, our gifts range 70 to 270 from single pieces to two piece packages or we have different packaging and things like that, but we can engrave two different ways. We can engrave a, a realtor's logo brand in a super classy way, either front and center on the blade or super subtle on the backside, or even more I'm noticing, we do that for about 90% of our realtors at this point, but um, I'm noticing too a trend towards personalization where we'll engrave the client's names right onto the product made especially for Darren, you know, uh, sometimes on the, you know, compliments of or with grad or maybe a small version of the realtor's logo, but uh, personalized to the client's name. And uh, that's happening for some of our agents that want to create that kind of impact as well. So basically, I mean, really, yeah, you mentioned most gifts are consumed right away. And so, you know, yeah, we wanted to get agents something that they could either put with their consumable thing <laughs> or give just this instead as something that would be there forever that the client can remember the experience. And I think the last thing is look at me. I can't stop. I, I will stop in a moment. But I, <laughs> I don't mean to be um, bitchy, but I, the number one thing I hear back from my agents is the time and energy this that is saved from having to, because agents stress about it. They, what do I get them? Oh my God. Like, and sometimes again, you're going to just know that they need this thing and you're going to go get that thing that they just mentioned. You're like, ah, I know what to give them and I'm going to give them that this time. But the, we have top agents that we work with that were very stressed out by having to think about it every single time and try to figure it out. And, and, you know, so we've, we've just found ways to get you stuff that on hand that is a system. You know what I find too is um, I get it. We want that personalization. We want to show them we really have listened and that's amazing. Yep. Um, yep. But there's a hundred zillion opportunities for that along the journey, right? Yes. That might not want to be around the super stressful time 
that is around just the, the, the closing, right? So you've got a lot on the go. And of course, realtors today are quite busy across North America. Um, and maybe that's not the time to feel like you're running ragged. Maybe that Popeye dropping that craft beer off on their step um, yeah. later is simpler, right? Um, so, I mean, it comes into that, it can be your own time and your energy and your headspace. But I just know, I mean, the power, I wouldn't need, like I, the thing I have from you is not branded. Yeah. It would never need to be branded. It wouldn't even need your name. And I'll be 80 and I'll still remember it. I hope my mental strength is still okay. But um, so, I mean, yeah, of course, us as agents, we really have a lot of vanity related items, right? We're a front and center kind of business. So, I mean, it doesn't always need it, right? I mean, it doesn't always need all those things. And I know, like, I love that you guys do it and a lot of personalizations there, but Frick, I mean, when you provide the experience, when you're that trust center and you're the one that gets referred, I mean, that knife won't be forgotten. Like I have one as a best man gift. And again, of course, the same thing. It will never, ever, I'm not know what that was from or who that was from. So. Yeah. Can I pick up on well, that? I just have one last thing on that to share because you just said, I just want to put it out there for people, realtors that are listening. There's this beautiful quote I just heard, give to impact, not impress. I, and I know there's just a fine distinction there, but for example, when you're giving to impact, one of the most beautiful ways to stand out with whatever closing gift you're giving, and you, you touched on this is, you know, the timing of a gift, maybe it's the pizza you deliver on move-in day, on possession day, because everyone's crazy. And the gift is their house, and you're showing up, maybe you're bringing the craft, you know, but something that's not going to get lost in the shuffle that day, something small. And maybe you show up with, let's say, an agent, maybe you show up with the quote unquote closing gift four weeks after. And, you know, when they're more settled and they can take, give you a tour around the house and you end up, it doesn't get, the gift does not get then lost in the shuffle. And you actually are showing the client that you're you're here beyond the transaction as well. So I think timing and yeah, there's lots of opportunity just to do those little things. But um, I know some agents, you know, it's ideal that they give the gift on possession the way their current systems run and, and we get that. Um, so if you can't do that and go back four weeks later, don't, don't worry about it. You're giving something that's wonderful. So, but it's a good thing to think about the timing and delivering the unexpected there. Totally. And again, and then again, the reality is we don't want to overthink any of it. It's just like, do it when it's right. Do it when it's because it's like to make impact, not impress. And then, I mean, the timing becomes irrelevant as long as you just do it. And it's not three years from now and you haven't heard from, you haven't messaged it. Right. So, I mean, we've been talking for like 45 minutes here and this is why I wanted to do it this way versus a, a presentation because I do feel an authentic, real conversation that could bring in, of course, your product, but your experience. Um, anything else you wanted to leave us as realtors about kind of just this referral based business, this relational business we're in together. Um, I mean, it's, that, that I can share as we, as I, as I drop us off today. Yeah. You know, one thing, one last thing is, you know, business relationships, you know, Scott Stratton has a great quote. I love him. He wrote on marketing and on selling is if you believe business is about relationships, make building them your business. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think just sometimes the greatest gift you can give somebody is to really have them be seen, have them be heard and really listen and I think the gift can reflect that, but it also can be in a little note, like, hey, just 
thank you so much. Really appreciate, you know, um, you know, good luck at the soccer tournament that your kids are in or whatever that you picked up on doesn't have, the gift doesn't have to necessarily reflect. The gift is simply um, from the time of Kings and queen, Queens, the gifts have just been a symbol of the value you place on the relationship. So I don't think you need to get too so caught up in like, they're an artist, so I'm going to give them paints uh, or whatever. Like, I think that just, just thinking of little memorable things, like you said, that you picked up on during the transaction or the, the process with them that showed that you were listening is powerful. And then when you give a gift, ideally, you know, get something memorable in there, maybe, you know, but don't overthink it. You know, it really is. You guys need systems in place. You can't automate relationships. We've just talked about that but you can systemize giving and gifting. And if you need help with that, like, you know, I just want to be the one, like a, a resource for my realtors. And just if, if it's knives you end up with great, but if it's any help you need in this area, just don't hesitate to reach out. I have referral scripts. I have like stuff that can help, you know, gifting ideas and just ways to but just, you know, sometimes, like you said, don't overthink it. Just show that you're just listen throughout the process. And when there's opportunities to give, when you have a system in place, you're not going to miss that opportunity, that special opportunity to give right there. And um, the last thing I'll say on this is the timing of gifts and different things. And I mean, you know, business relationships are just like our relationships in our lives. Like you're still going to give a gift to your mom on Mother's Day, but it's not like you're never not going to also say I love you throughout the year and show that you care. So do, do the same, like give a gift on closing give a referral gift, you know, don't miss those special opportunities to show, like show to impact people, but then, you know, stay in touch and keep that relationship and keep showing up in people's lives as best you can, as best you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, so we, in the, in the, the post internally at Redline, I'll of course share all of your information. I'll gather everything. So we can touch base after that on Again, because I said we'll repurpose this as well and then push it out on the re-education experience podcast. I will put in the show notes and stuff, which will go to Spotify and iTunes for you. So you'll have it. Um, and again, I don't know if you cross borders or not. If, if somebody in the U.S. connects, are you allowed to go explore that? Or is that would we be passed on to an American? Good question. I'm allowed uh, to work with Canadian realtors, but I do have people down in the US that if you reach out to me, I can refer you to a great, to great people down there that can help. Awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah. Cause again, I've been blessed with a network beyond our borders. So um, I'd love to let them and build upon it too. So again, thank you so much for spending all this time with us and, 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 and coming in without me prepping you with questions, which is always fun. Uh, and uh, it was awesome. It was great to spitball and have this organic conversation uh, for, for a long period of time with you. So thank you so much. And uh, again, we'll be connecting again soon. Um, and that's about it. Thank you. It's been awesome. Appreciate it, Darren.